It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. All right, so we are recording. Okay, you want to start? Sure. Well, good evening. Um, as you can see, we're not in our, our fulcrum studio that we're normally in. No. But uh, and, and we're missing one of the, the three musketeers that we normally have. But uh, we're here. Phil and I are here tonight. Ian's a little under the weather tonight, but uh, we're here together. And uh, we're coming to you live from my basement. Well, not live. We're live in the moment. But (laughs) (laughs) we're testing out a new camera setup and things. So, you know, hopefully this works out, but we'll find out. But uh, anyway, so we're going to talk tonight about a little something different. Um, But it was an interesting thing that Phil found on a Facebook Mm -hmm. post. And we want to talk about that tonight. So welcome. I'm Chad McLeish. I'm Phil Bliss. Welcome to Uplift. Yeah, I want to uh, give props to the guy who uh, posted this article. Um, he's somebody that I've been following for probably two years now, maybe three years. His name's Daniel Pontius, just like Pontius Pilate, spelled mm-hmm. the same way. Mm-hmm. And he he does, I think, daily or almost daily. I don't think he does it like he. I think he takes one day off a week, probably for Sabbath. Um, but he post a short article, does some kind of a teaching. Sometimes he'll give a prophetic message, Mm -hmm. but most of the time it's just a general teaching. Uh Um, And it's called Every Believer's Destiny. So if you search Facebook for Every Believer's Destiny, Mm -hmm. that's his page. And you can follow him and get his his daily uh, messages. Okay. Um, And he's very good. And he operates very much in the prophetic and in miracles and healing. Okay. He um, speaks at um, various, he lives in California. Okay. But he speaks at various churches or functions or various things, and he performs miracles and healing as God leads. He doesn't always do it. Okay. But if he feels the Lord leading, he will, and he says he's done thousands of healings and Miracles, seen thousands of healings and miracles. Not necessarily that he's done them all, but yeah. he's seen them all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but this last post was about um, the fire of God, the fire of the Holy Spirit consuming. Because Hebrews chapter twelve says that God is a consuming fire. Mm-hmm. And this uh, article that I tagged Chad in that we want to talk about tonight talks about being so close to the presence of God that you feel like a burning sensation in your body and it's burning away sickness, illnesses, anything that is contrary to the kingdom of God. Okay. Um, And so so he's saying, as you get closer and if you live your life like this, then you won't be sick. Uh You won't have diseases. You won't have colds even. Right. Because they are enemies of the kingdom of God. Right. You know, Jesus said, um, your, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. There's none of this stuff in heaven. Right. So it should be here the same way on earth. But right. we allow these things. Uh-huh. And I've got many comments on why we allow these things, but uh, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to take up the entire episode with me talking. <laughs> Preach it, Phil. Yeah. 
No, I agree with you. And, you know, um, you know, I'd shared with you a book um, from the John G. Lake Ministries. And, yeah. And, you know, that's one thing about it was John G. Lake was a um, he had a big healing ministry that he had all over the United States. And he took it to South Africa and different places. And this was 100 years ago. And, you know, basically um, he they had a, a some sort of like plague in Africa. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, I don't know if it was like tuberculosis or something, but it was something like that. And they, um, they had microscopes and the bacteria or the viruses or whatever it was that was infecting people. He was treating the sick and he was praying for them and all that sort of thing. And they looked under the microscope and the, the, whatever the bacteria or germs were died in his hand. And they couldn't believe it because these doctors were like, you're, you know, saying you're going to get seriously sick and you're going to be ill and all these things. And uh, he's like, no, I'm not, you know, and he had uh, tremendous faith, obviously, but he never got sick. Mm. And, and that really was open, open my eyes because um, even though, you know, God works in unique ways with individual people. Um, you know, the one thing that keeps ringing through my mind all this past couple weeks and really over the past month even, you know, the Apostle Paul, he, he didn't go travel all over the Mediterranean doing his ministry in between chemo treatments. <laughs> no, he did not. You know, uh, he didn't schedule his stuff around doctor's appointments. Right. I mean, uh, you know, so it's like, okay, what does that mean for us? Well, the church, in my opinion, I've got very strong that I've shared with you. I've got very strong opinions on this. I think the church we've gotten weak and we've fallen away from what we're supposed to, and you, what you shared goes right along with it. So the more we immerse ourselves and deepen our relationship with God, the more He's going to burn the junk off. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's going to be maybe periods of time where we're walking through stuff, but He's going to He's already defeated it. Absolutely. It's a matter of us coming, drawing closer to him and for us to burn that junk off. Because you said he's what, a consuming fire. Yeah. And that was what was in the scripture. I, that goes right along with everything where I feel like he's been working with me over the past six months. Mm. Because he's building me up to learn and about these healings. And I, I've listened to probably hundreds of hours. Of different, you know, testimonies and teachings from all kinds of different pastors and ministries and that sort of thing, and um, it it all kind of leads me to that same conclusion: the church has gotten away from where they need to be over the past couple thousand years, since the apostles were active, growing that early church in the Book of Acts and mm-hmm. you know Romans and all the books in the New Testament, and it's like okay, we need to get back there. You know, mm-hmm. we need yes, this yes. church. He's calling for the church to get back there. And the 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 whole key in in we're putting the pieces together and it's deliverance, it's getting rid of all the things that we hold within ourselves, unforgiveness and all the all the things that we hold. Mm-hmm. And all these things culminate into this one thing, which is exactly what you brought forth that that thing that you shared the more that we immerse ourselves and draw closer to him the more Mm -hmm. those other things are just going to burn away 
because that's who he is. Absolutely. He's not just God who's in heaven or sitting on a shelf when we need him. Mm -hmm. He is very active and powerful in our lives. Mm -hmm. One problem that I, I believe that we have is if we have never experienced something, we have a hard time believing it. Right. Um, I've seen miracles happen. And had I not seen them, I might have a hard time believing yeah. them. Yeah. And I can't explain them because they're miracles. Right. Okay. Right. Um, I can just tell you briefly one where I was about to be in a head-on collision. I saw the car coming right at me. And next thing I know, I'm in front of the car. Wow. I closed my eyes. I wasn't driving. Um, a friend of mine was driving. Uh-huh. And he apparently closed his eyes, too, because we were going to get hit. Uh-huh. And he said, how did that happen? I said, I can't explain it other than I think we just experienced a miracle. He's a believer, too. Right. He's like, nobody's going to believe us. Right. I said, you're right, so maybe we shouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> but we told a few people. They didn't believe us. Right. There's no other way to explain it. And that was when I was about 21, 22 years old. Mm. So that set my mind that miracles happen. And I've seen other things. I've seen people healed Mm. miraculously. Right. And I don't try to explain it because you can't explain the things of God. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is if you've never experienced something, you might have a hard time accepting that it's real. Right. Um, There are a lot of people who, Say that uh, apostles, prophets, they're, they don't exist anymore. That was just for the first century. Yeah. But they'll accept pastors and evangelists and teachers, mm-hmm. which are all from Ephesians chapter four. Right. But they won't accept the first two. Yeah. And that's because they've never experienced an apostle yeah. or a prophet, either had a prophetic moment themselves, right. which every person can have. Right. Or they, they just more than likely have never experienced it. So they just say, oh, it's just not for this time. Mm-hmm. That's limiting God. Mm-hmm. You can't put God in a box. That's right. Oh, my goodness. You can't put him in a box. Not at all. There's not a box big enough, nor is there a box small enough. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. He is just that dynamic. He's outside of time, space, and matter. Right. So you can't put him in a box. Cause That's right. Because box has time, space, and matter. Right. That's a great point. You can't put them in it then. No. no. So I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great point. You know, and it goes back to how do we take care of ourselves? And I've been on this yeah. journey for a long time. Uh, over the past couple of years, freedom, I've been seeking freedom. And it's been a path to get there. It's some Freedom is something you've experienced. Mm-hmm. And um, in my case, I've battled certain things my whole life. Um, a, a lot of things, and we all have different. Everybody's kind of has their own stuff. Um, but the the crux, the, the the thing that struck me by what you shared, that article that you shared on that Facebook was: these are all things that once we draw closer to Him, He's going to work on. And I've noticed that, and I, even on working on my. Um, you know, my weight problems and, and gluttony and stuff in my situation or idolatry. Like I have idolatry on certain things like Diet Mountain Dew, (laughs) 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 but, but we all got our stuff, but, uh, um, 
what what you see is you start working on this stuff and you start shutting this stuff off. Yeah. And it's all part of a greater healing process that yeah. we have. And it's all about, you know, if we really want to truly be well and live our best life and and to be free from all these things that hold us back, we get we draw closer to him. And here's the thing that I've noticed. I've lived most of my life not really knowing that I was shackled by these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you just there were a lot of points in my life where I'm like, okay, I'm not happy. I don't feel fulfilled. I don't know what why am I here? What is my purpose mm-hmm. in life? And you know, so many people I think struggle with these things. Um, but it all becomes clear the closer we draw to him. Mm-hmm. And and so it's kind of like this I have this kind of thought of a pyramid, you know, and it's like it, the closer we get to him the more of these things just kind of mm. disappear and we have less and less of these things. And like, it goes back to Ian having the, the, the Ian preached a sermon and, or even a series of sermons, I think on getting rid of boulders out of the backpack, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, like he had a backpack and he had all these, these boulders or rocks in it and he'd take them out and he showed everybody in the congregation in our congregation guilt and i forget all the different ones he had but they were kind of his and he said you're going to have your own and it was like man that was eye-opening but until you really start getting to that level and to that point in your walk with god number one you there are some you don't even really know you have right yet but you'll get there right but the healing it can be physical and it can be otherwise right but it all kind of comes together when you get to that point, and I feel like it, in both of our situations, and you're probably ahead of me with this, this is where we're at and what we're seeking, mm-hmm. you know, because we've, we've talked about this where, hey, you know what, I've dealt with this all my life, this situation, whatever. We've done generational curses. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about that, uh, Freemasonry. You know, we walked through that together and all that and had discussions and learning about that. And um, so it's been an interesting process over the past couple of years. That, yeah. And and in my especially in my case, speaking for myself, I still have a ways to go on certain things. And it doesn't mean that new things won't pop up. But the closer that we draw to him, the more that we're going to get rid of those things and walk right. in that freedom. Right. And, you know, if you experience this um, consuming fire, like mm-hmm. this Facebook article talked about, yeah. that doesn't mean that's the end. That right. doesn't mean you're perfect from there on out. Right. You're still going to experience things. You're still going to have to continually seek his fire in your life. Yeah. Because we live in this world, this broken world, and, and things of this world will come upon us. Mm-hmm. They will distract us. They will do many things to us. They will tempt us. Mm-hmm. So we constantly daily need God in our lives mm-hmm. because if we didn't, you know, we wouldn't talk to him. Right. If we were perfect, we wouldn't talk to God. Right. Yeah. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Plus you had said, um, healing, you know, it, it can be physical or spiritual or emotional. It can be many types of healings, but it does not always happen immediately. Right. And for me, a lot of healing 
took place over a several year period mm -hmm. and didn't even know it was happening until you know this particular event in my life where it, i really my eyes were opened almost like paul on the road to damascus yeah um and that's when you know it started to accelerate a little bit but that let me look back and say oh i was healing during that time when i felt like i was worthless and meaningless right i was still healing mm -hmm. and god was still working on me during that time so that's something to keep in mind and another thing don't think that god won't work with you mm -hmm. i thought that for a long time like, yeah. i had done too many things wrong and you know i i really went too far this time or you know he's just he's got better things to do all those things we, people say this all the time yeah no <laughs> listen to my voice god loves you more than you know mm -hmm. and more than you can understand at this moment yeah. but as you get closer to him and you purposely seek him out you'll start to realize just how much he does love you yeah. you'll start to realize just how much he does care and he you know he's he is the god of the old testament but he's also the god of the new testament too mm -hmm. and even in the old testament we see his love and grace in so many ways man he could have so many times just i love how you put it the other day just inverted every molecule in the universe or something like that you said wiped out every molecule in the universe just by snapping his fingers yep. he can do that yep but he didn't yep. he could have destroyed mankind many times but he didn't right he chose not to because of his love and grace for us so he will work with us he will get us closer mm -hmm. he will bring us to that fire right but we gotta want it that's right yeah and you know um one thing that one cool thing that we've talked about too recently is that christians can kind of jumpstart each other with jumper cables. yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah it's like even sometimes when we, when you're weak in your own faith another christian you know you can reach out to them and they can pray for you and talk with you and they can hit you and zap you with those jumper cables yeah you know i love it and 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 i gotta give credit to andrew womack for that he was you know he was okay. the one that, that talked about that he's talked about it on different you know different um things that he's done but it's like man that makes so much sense yeah what it's, a great illustration it is it's because it's like you know I, and we've all done that you mm -hmm. know like me you and ian and and even other people it's just like kathy my wife it's like there are times like and, and kathy and i are always saying like one of us will be up and the other one will be down and we'll we'll bring the other one up you know whoever's up will bring the other one up with them you know walking through stuff and experiencing things but yeah, and and you know God is all powerful, and you know the one thing that I think about is, um, you know, I I always say this, but what alternative do we have? God's our creator, you know. Uh, we're not getting any younger. Uh, mm -hmm. We're not going to live forever. Nobody lives forever in our physical body here. Right. And it's like you know, it's time to walk with God, not only just for our salvation, but to improve our lives here on earth. It's what he wants. Yeah, absolutely. And that doesn't mean it's going to be some easy cakewalk. No. You know, it's not like, hey, I'm going to become a Christian. Uh, I'm giving my life to Jesus and confess that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And then, boom, all my problems go away. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that doesn't happen. But he gives us the hope that in him, 
that he is our creator. He's the problem solver. He'll give us the wisdom to get through our problems and to bring us our healing. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing, too, and, and this is a bit prophetic and not maybe not everybody will agree with me, but I think as we walk through, you know, the next um, period of time in in our world, in our culture, you know, I, we've taken for granted that we've had all these good doctors and things. And I just kind of feel like they might not always be there. And, and you know, uh, medical care and all that sort of thing, there's a time and a place for it, I guess. But I'm aggressive with my thoughts and opinions on this because, you know, a doctor, a good doctor can save your life if they have all the equipment. If they have, you know, whatever testing equipment they need, blood test results, medications, uh, stethoscope, whatever. A, a good doctor can save your life in an emergency. But God doesn't need any of that. If God wants to save your life, he's going to save your life. And Absolutely. He don't, he don't need any of that. Right. You know, and, and, and one thing that was interesting that I was I was listening to a, to a, a pastor or a, um, you know, uh, uh, somebody doing ministry overseas, like over in rural Africa. And the one thing that they said was they were preaching, they're talking, sharing their testimony about how they were over in Africa and these rural nowhere. They were hours from anywhere civilization in these villages and stuff and they like the head uh minister or something in this village said you know we have a an unbelievable faith in god because we don't have a hospital or a doctor and we want to live and we want to be healed from these things that afflict us and he said we can't go to the doctor and get a prescription we go to god Mm -hmm. And we seek our healing from God. And these people have an incredible uh, faith because, again, they don't have an alternative. Mm -hmm. They don't have, you know, uh, a, a urgent care uh, on every corner. They don't have a CVS pharmacy and a Walgreens and everything. They don't have any of that. You know, they got they rely on God. And um, I'm a big believer in that. And I've grown more and more of my faith in God because to some degree I think we're spoiled mm -hmm. and we've made it too easy. And I think that we've 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 developed our own man made things to, you know, oh well we don't need God. We've got this that we've created. We've got that that we've that we've created. And when it comes right down to it, those things might suffice for a while, but at the end of the day, God is the one. Who can do all things, all things. He doesn't need tools. He doesn't need equipment. He's just, yeah. he's everything. Right. Absolutely. And, and we only need to look at the Old Testament to see this. Right. You know, he brought Israel out of Egypt, supernatural powers mm -hmm. that the magicians could not replicate. Right. Okay. That yeah. got to the point where they could not replicate with the illusions or whatever. Right. And then... They turned and said, well, we want this, we want that. And then they got to the point where, yeah, we're pretty happy. We're going to chase after other gods or other idols. And, and God's like, yo, I'm right here. You don't need that. You got me. And, and, if, and we don't have like Asherah poles and things like that in, in 2023, but we've got the Internet. We've got 24-hour television. We've got all kinds of things that draw our attention away from God. Absolutely. 
And if we would just give more attention to God, he would heal us. Mm -hmm. And I really believe, you know, prophetically speaking, like you said, we're going to start lining people up in churches and saying, bring your sickness. We're going to heal it. Right. Lay hands on them. And they're why not? Not so that we can build ourselves up. But so that we can show God is still working. Yeah, absolutely. God is still active and yeah. he wants you well. Yeah. He wants you to draw closer to him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's going to be people like when Jesus saw 10 lepers on the side of the road and he just spoke the word and said, go show yourselves to the priest mm -hmm. to show that the Messiah is here. Yeah. One of them came back and said, thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, so we're going to have that, too. Yeah. Where. Ten people will get healed, and one of them will thank God for it, and the other ones will go back to their old ways. And, yeah. Okay, got that problem taken care of. What's next? Right. You know, it may come back. It may not. I mean, for the glory of God, it probably won't. Yeah. But give God the glory. Right. And and back to your, the original point about this is the closer that we get to him, the more of the junk we burn off. Yeah. The more of the health problems we burn off, the more of those old afflictions we've battled our whole lives, the more that burns off addictions, uh, yeah. unforgiveness, lack of faith, lack of belief, the closer we get to him. And, and you know, I, like we both agree on this. You were talking prophetically. The, we both agree that we're going to see these miracles. They're coming about. Yeah. Because that's where the church is going. The church is coming back. And this isn't just some little spotty revival thing that happens every so often. Uh, I think that this is a real rise of the church because of the time that we're in. And I think that, that does, that's the way it's going to be. And it's not going to be everywhere all the time, but it's going to be a lot of places a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's up to the believers to make this happen. We have to increase our faith in him. We have to uh, increase our belief in him and get, cast out the unbelief. And like you said earlier, we can't put God in the box. We can't limit him. Because that's something that most of us are very, I don't want to say guilty of, but most of us do. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, God's good and all these things, but, you know, gee, I don't know that he can solve this problem. He can, right. He's already solved every problem. It's right. just, where are we in the process? Are we to the point where we really, truly believe him and have that belief in him? And we choose to receive it, you know. So mm -hmm. he's already promised us all these things. The Bible's full of written promises that he's made with us. If you, you know, if you follow me, here's what I'll do for you. But most of us don't understand what it really means to follow him because we have all these crutches and things and all these conveniences that man has made mm -hmm. that, that keep us from him. Right. And. Look at the things that God has already done in the Bible. Mm -hmm. How many loaves of bread do you have? We only have five loaves and two dried fish. Okay, right. feed 5,000 people. Right. 5,000 men, more than 5,000 people. Yeah, and they had leftovers. And they had leftovers. <laughs> I can't explain that, but yeah. he did it. Right. I can't explain the fact that a man was crippled from birth and was carried into the temple and Peter and John walk in, and the man asks for money, and Peter says, silver and gold I have none, but what I have I give to you, get, st stand up and walk. And the man stood up and walked. Right. Was it Peter and his godliness, mm -hmm. his power? No, it was God working through him, yeah. through the Holy Spirit. 
those things can happen again. Yeah. They are happening. Right. And we are going to see it more. Mm-hmm. And then we have to accept it. Did I just see this happen and believe and, and turn to God? Or am I just going to say, I don't know how they did it, but it's not for me. Yeah. It's your choice. Right. But it's going to happen. Right. You know, and the, and the thing is, Christians also need to remember is you have every bit of ability, just mm-hmm. the same as a pastor or Absolutely. anything. You know, there's all these famous people out there on YouTube, these pastors and ministers and all these people, and they've got YouTube channels and they've got millions of people following them in some cases, hundreds of thousands of people, and some of them are really good and some aren't. But, you know, and you've got guys like Phil. You know, good, strong pastor, has the heart of God and all these things. But, you know, Phil would be the first one to tell you that every Christian's got this ability. Absolutely. We just have to have the faith and the belief. And we can do anything that Phil can do and and, and vice versa. You know, it's just God will work through each one of us. You know, you could be a relatively new believer and you could be walking down the street and happen upon an accident scene or something. And if you have the belief and you have the faith in God, he could use you in that situation. Absolutely. You can be a calming force. You can be the light in that situation. He may even use you for healing, and you might not even quite know what you're doing, but he's going to use you. So don't limit yourself in what God wants to do with us. You know, don't hold yourself back. Right. And, you know, the one thing I think a lot of people are, too, is they're kind of like they feel sheepish or embarrassed or they have this fear mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. Well, if God leads you to do something, we got to build our faith up to the point where we accept that God will have us do things, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes they're going to be mind blowing things that you're not used to seeing with your eyes. So the other part of all this, too, is we have to ask him. For our spiritual eyes, we have to ask him to see in his spiritual, um, the, the spiritual nature of what we're walking in life. And that's a completely whole new concept for most people, mm-hmm. including myself. And he's been talking to me a lot about that over the last several months, too. Like, time to open your spiritual eyes. That's a process for most of us. It's not a snap your fingers kind of right thing. right right because he walks us on these steps and some people you know we walk baby steps some people are running faster it's just a matter of kind of like what he wants to do with you what your capabilities are in that moment what what your life looks like he's going to walk you in your pace but all christians have the ability it's in the book Mm-hmm. You know, all these things we're talking about, it's in the book. Don't take our word for it. Look it up yourself. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. I want to, we're, we're getting close on time. It, it still goes fast no matter where we are. Right. Yeah. But anyway, I want to kind of build on what you said. He'll walk with you. He'll, he'll walk you through it. No parent of a child ever says, you start walking and then you can come talk to me. No, the parents right there with that child, helping that child, desiring for that child to be able to walk. It's a moment that every parent desires to see their child take their first steps. Yeah. Never says, once you start walking, then come and talk to me. God doesn't do that with us no, either. No. He's right there. I want you to have this. I want you to experience this. I This is for you. I'm giving this to you. Right. 
here's my hands. Grab hold of them. I'll walk you until you get strength in your legs, and then you can walk beside me. And when you fall, I'll pick you up and carry you. Yeah. He's not saying do this and then. Right. You know, he's right there. So when we say, you know, we have to seek him and, and we have to, when we say we have to do these things, it's not like we have to do it and then go to him. We have to because he's there for us right. every step of the way. Mm -hmm. Just seek him out and he'll be there and he'll help you because he loves you. Right. That much. Yes. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's already provided us these things. We have to be willing to accept getting there. Yes. We have to will be willing to accept the walk, walking with him. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Believe that you can do this. There's another one from Romans 6, 11. Don't consider that you are a slave to sin. Consider that you are a child of God. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's paraphrased, but yep. when you Change your mind to know these things. You believe these things. You walk in these things. And then it becomes second nature, just, just like walking across the floor. Yeah, and one thing that I've been practicing, too, is reading the scripture and speaking it over yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. I started doing that, too, Yeah, and when you told me to. And it makes a huge difference. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're decreeing these things. You're claiming yes. these things over you in your life. And it's scripture. It's his word. Yeah. And that's what he and that's where power comes. Power will come in and you'll you'll start casting your junk off. You'll start walking more and more in freedom. And it's a powerful thing. It is. Yeah. For sure. Well, it's we're probably a little past time, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It was great. Thank you for inviting me over. Yeah, I'm glad you came over. It's a little different setting, but we're yeah. trying to mix things up and make things a little, uh, little more interesting. Sometimes we'll be doing stuff remote sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, thankful uh, that you joined us tonight, and hopefully next week Ian will be uh, back with us again, and uh, we'll probably be back in the studio. Um, but uh, been a great episode, and have a great week. See you later. Good night.